Just when you thought it was safe. Just when you thought it was okay to to relax or to breathe or to even just take momentary pause. Uh, it's not. And it's right back to red alert 911 emergency when it comes to the Seattle Seahawks defense. What's going on, everybody? This is Robert English, your SoCal Seahawk, and thank you for joining me on this edition of Short Yardage. And um, yeah, that was a rough, a rough morning on Sunday. Uh, Seattle going uh, out to Buffalo, um, and from you know, from what it seemed you know, should have been poised to go in and and take advantage of a young quarterback and, um, you know, pull off a win. But instead, uh, you know, they go down 44 to 34. Check that again. 44 to 34. And, you know, you know, there's there's plenty of conversation to be had to say the game was not that close. Um, you know, much like we explained the San Francisco game last week wasn't as close as the score suggested. Um, the same thing could be said about um, this game on Sunday morning at Buffalo. Um, it might be the homer in me that that would say, you know, we actually did turn this game around um, somewhat in the second half. Um, but I mean, it simply, it simply wasn't enough when every single time it looked like we were going to turn a corner, um, the defense, you know, failed us again. Um, and that's really what it was. The defense is just inept. The defense is inept. I am, I will say now at this moment that I am fully converted. I am fully converted to the, um, you know, to the side that is all the way down on the Seattle defense, um, all the way down on Ken Norton Jr., which is, again, hurts my heart to say because I really, really, really like Ken Norton. Um, you know, but it, I think it's just, I think it's just obvious at this point that um, whatever's happening on the defensive side of the football, um, certainly from i mean obviously from the execution standpoint but at some point or another you have to look at the coaching at some point or another when the execution on the field continually fails you have to look at the coaching it's just part of the business it could be that this these players just aren't good enough it could be that but at some point or another with consistently when you consistently fail on the field you have to look at the coaching. And unfortunately for, um, you know, Ken Norton, he is, um, you know, he is walking in the, in the shoes or walking in the footprints of uh, some people who had some really, really great defenses um, under them uh, at Seattle. And, and he's just coming up short. He's just coming up short. Maybe it's his fault. Maybe it's not. But sometimes that's just the way the cookie crumbles. And uh, I think it's time to make a change. Um, I mean, philosophically, coach-wise, 
Um, I mean, people wanted to see a whole lot more blitzing. People were talking a lot about wanting to see Bobby Wagner blitz. Um, Jamal Adams came back. He was coming down there. We actually had a pass rush. That's the thing, right? That's the thing that's it's so amazing. We actually had a pass rush on Sunday morning. We sacked um, uh, Josh Allen seven times. I don't know if we've ever had said that. that that's close, close to a record, if not a record, for the Seattle Seahawks as a franchise. Seven sacks in the game. I think it might be the first time under Pete Carroll we've ever had seven sacks in the game. I mean, but despite that, Despite that, there isn't a Seahawk fan on the planet that's going to rest easy after that game. I mean, just the most incompetent ex exhibition we've seen may maybe ever. I mean, 44 points. Um, the Seattle offense, despite starting off very slow, um, even slower than, did, than they did against uh, Frisco last week, uh, played well enough to win this game. Um, despite Russell Wilson being responsible himself for four turnovers. And, um, you know, let's talk about that. Um, Russell Wilson is throwing himself right out of the MVP conversation, but it's not Russell's fault. I don't believe. Um, I'm seeing a lot of people laying these games on Russell and, to to a point, there is some, um, you know, there's something to be said there. But I think we have let this let Russ Cook thing go a little too far. Um, now, at, and, and, and you know, this might be circumstantial. Our our running game is once again, um, you know, battered and broken. Uh, we just can't seem to keep ourselves healthy. With regard to the running game, this just it's just a there's a, a bugaboo for this for this Seahawks franchise. The last few years, we just can't stay healthy um, with our running backs. We have really never been consistent at the running at the running back position since Marshawn Lynch left, and that's even when you know Chris Carson was doing well, you know, but and we had Rashad Penny, you know, doing well, and you know, but but it's just injuries. We can't stay healthy. Um, and so the running game is suffering and now the running game, we're almost back to being that team that just can't run the ball, you know, but are we letting Russ cook and is overshadowing that maybe, but it seems to me that this less this, number one, this let Russ cook stuff. I think, um, we can probably start getting away from that a little bit, just a little bit, not a lot. I don't, I don't want us to go back to that very vanilla offense that we're so used to seeing. Um, but I think what we're seeing here is the eventuality of putting the ball in his hands more often is going to open us up to more, open him up to potentially more mistakes. And that's what's happening here. Russell's throwing the ball way more than ever. And he's got, and he's turning the ball over way more than ever. But more than that, this it's the defense that is losing Russell Wilson's MVP candidacy. Because he has nothing to rest on. If Russell doesn't go down there and score every single time his him and his offense walked out walk out there on that field, it's almost like you're it, it's it's almost like a fourteen a potentially a fourteen point swing. 
right? Because if Russell doesn't go score, that's seven points not going on the board. And then when the other team gets the ball, they're likely going to score. So it's like it's like almost any time Russell doesn't doesn't score, it's a, it's it's a it's a it's a huge point swing potentially and likely. So Russell, I think, might be pressing a bit, and that might be you know why he's you know throwing some of these picks that are that are you know uh, uncharacteristic of him. And you look at the two fumbles on Sunday morning, you know Russell's sitting back there. You had no idea. Um, at the end of the game, he took that big hit um, off that off that right edge, um, looking one direct, looking the opposite direction, and just got creamed. And the ball came out and got you know it was, it was it was it was just bad. It was just bad. The Buffalo did not run the ball, not because we stopped the run. Buffalo as a team ran the ball for less than two yards a carry on a total of 19 rushing attempts, I believe. Less than two yards a carry. And they scored 44 points. Josh Allen just sat back there and picked apart the Seattle defense for four quarters, and it was like there was nobody back there even interested in doing anything about it. This is bad. This is bad, bad, bad. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Um, and you know, I've been I've been trying to keep a positive outlook on this, but this is tough. This game was tough. I thought it was bad against Arizona. Okay, a game where we played well enough on offense to win. And if we could have just made a, a stop here or there, um, you know, we would have won the game. But maybe it's good that we've lost that. We lost that game and lost this game because that likely would have just, you know, it would have been one of those um, enabling actions, right? To keep, uh, allow us to keep on doing the same nonsense without making changes. But this was a, this was a really, really bad game. And then the, 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 the screen pass, the wide receiver screen late third, and I think it was like 16 or something crazy. And all we had to do was get a stop right there and get the ball back and we are we i mean we we the offense was was rolling at that point we i'm thinking okay we make this stop we got the ball back we we could do this we could do this and you give up a third and long i mean it's just uh i you know and, and that one i'm looking at play calling it's something's got to change something's got to change just complete and total defensive ineptitude and i you know i don't know russell I, I i put some of this on russell but no i i put i put the defense i put it on the defense i put russell's shortcomings russell's mistakes i'm putting this on the defense and not just the players the coaching and that's ken norton that's pete carroll i mean that's that there's there's a change needs to be made because what we're doing isn't working it may be that what we have doesn't work and if that's if that's the case then you know then what we what we've been seeing for the first half of the season is far from over if what we have simply isn't good enough then um you know we're, you know we're we're in for a long second half of the season but if there's a change that needs to be made that can correct this you know 
it's it's time to make it. It is time to make it. So now we got two big games coming up. Um, the first of which being the Rams. And I mean, that's a that's another big game uh, division game. And the following week, we have the Cardinals again, who we know we've already lost to. Uh, these games are huge. These games are going to be huge because the division race is looking like it's going to come down to it. And division uh, division record is going to be quite important the way things are looking. Um, so we have got to figure out something. It's 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 just so crazy to think about this. Like the offense is so good. We still have the number one offense in football and we can't stop a thing for years. We have been wishing that the offense would just be a little bit better because the defense has been so good. And slowly but surely, you know, it's just been flip-flopping. And now it has completely flip-flopped. It has completely flip-flopped. It's like, I mean, is it too much to ask to have a little bit of the best of both worlds? You know, why do we have to have, why do we have to be polar opposites, it seems, you know? So this was a definitely uh, a rough one. We go in... Um, we got we got a, a, the Rams on on Sunday, and I mean, talk about a must win game. The next two games are very important. They're 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 must win. If we fall any um any any further in the division, um, it, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. In the best division in the in the NFC, you've got to win it. Now you, we've got to win this division. We have got to figure out how to win this division, and and we've got a we've got a pretty good. We had a little bit of a head start, but they're catching up. Arizona looks to be, you know, like a serious team, and certainly against us, you know, these division these division games, you know, they always are always giving us heartburn. But at least the consistency is there because every single game has given us heartburn this year. So at least it's not like we're going out and beating teams, you know, from other divisions or other or the other you know from the AFC and you know and then you know playing a team from our own division that we should just mop the floor with and we and they take us down to the last to the last drive of the game every game is doing that so there's there's some consistency there i'm actually finding myself to be less nervous about these games as the season has gone on because i'm 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 just about used to it now <laughs> just about used to it now we will get back on here uh, as we get closer to um, this weekend to talk about the Rams coming up. Um, make sure you tune in to Seattle Sports Union podcast. That should be up uh, Thursday night. That's seattlesportsunion.com on the web at Seattle Sports U uh, on Twitter. Um, catch myself, Abraham Deweese, Brian Solak, um, Richard Michelson, the rest of the team, um, for our unlicensed professional opinion on all things, uh, Seattle from the Mariners to the mist. And of course the Seattle Seahawks, um, you can find that podcast on, um, Podbean, on Apple podcasts, on iTunes, um, 
And of course, the links will be on seattlesportsunion.com. Don't forget, if you got Spotify, go ahead and uh, find Short Yardage with SoCal Seahawk Robert English on Spotify and uh, follow there so you can stay up to date on this lovely show. That's it. I'm not going to do too much belly aching on this one. It was really ugly. We all saw it. Um, I don't want to see another game like that ever again as a Seahawk fan. That was just bad, just bad, just bad. But I've already said it. This is Robert English signing off. Go Hawks.